<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Overthinking Geeks podcast. We're on episode number four and happy to be here again. It's been quite a while. Welcome, Jack. How's it going? Great. Great. Um, so last episode, we had a little mess up and that was my part because I edit the whole thing and I had this genius idea where I could be like both of us saying like the same sentence and then I would chop it in half and then have you say the beginning of the sentence and I would say the end. So it would sound really cool. Unfortunately, it didn't work out (laughs) as well as I thought and it didn't save properly. So it went back to a previous time that I'd saved and it was just like random clips. So the, the last like three minutes of the podcast was just like, a bit, a bit, and hello, and yeah, it was it was bad. So I felt really bad. Oh, for that. random um, weirdness. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Not save again. So I got this new computer. Um, oh, I just hit something on my desk. Um, it's a Toshiba Chromebook Two. It's like the better version of the Chromebooks. Before I had a um, Samsung Chromebook One, so right when they released them, I I got that, loved it. Um, so I there was nothing wrong with the old one. It was just you know old. It was getting old. I had a couple scratches on the screen. It was a seven. Yeah, it was it was just you know it was boring. I mean, I could have got a nice little case for it or something, make it interesting, but it was just old. So I got the Toshiba Chromebook 2, had a little money to throw out, and I really like it. It's like a it's like a high-end Windows PC except with Chrome OS and, well, actually, I shouldn't say high-end because uh, it's running a Celeron processor. So... I really shouldn't say high-end, but it's a higher-end than all the other Chromebooks. Um, and I paid 379 for it. Problem is, bought it from uh, Best Buy. And so I go in, I pay with cash, right? and he asks if I want my receipt. I'm like, no, why would I need my receipt? Um... You can you can probably see where this is heading, Auntie. Um, <laughs> to return it, <laughs> I I get it home. I'm loving it. It's the best thing ever. Um, their 15 day no risk return policy goes by. Um, so even if I didn't have the receipt, then it wouldn't have been an issue. And I see dead pixels on it. It's just like these little blotches of purple when there's like a black screen (laughs) i mean i got over it now it was a big deal when it first happened i was like freaking out and i really wanted to just sell it or something but i couldn't ever get as much money as i paid for it and it was a lot of money for me at least so yes i didn't have the receipt didn't have anything so i couldn't send it back so now i got a pc with uh some dead pixels but really i i can just ignore them now and it's not that difficult too so yeah have you ever had like how many um i don't know how you would describe it like uh three thousand pixels like a 
like six or seven of them. I mean, it's just a very small no, they're amount. Like, they're blotches. There's like four little blotches. Oh, so they're clumped um, together. Yeah. And I don't know what could have happened. Uh, and that I hadn't would be dropped annoying. I, I really don't watch anything that's dark, though. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises was kind of dark. Um, that's yeah. a movie. Um, but other than that, it's not an issue, really. So, yeah. Have you hmm. ever had a machine with dead pixels? I hope for your sake Not you that I've noticed. <laughs> not that I've noticed. Well, I when it first happened, I was trying to figure out how to fix it. And there... I couldn't figure out if they were dead pixels or, um, what's the other one? Um, man, I can't for. Either way, if you haven't had a device with dead pixels, now, even if you get two or three dead pixels, it won't matter for you, Auntie, because you have the Galaxy S6 with 523 pixels per inch. I believe that is correct. And how's exactly. that going for you? Who would notice, right? Yeah. <laughs> how's that going for you? It's going great. I'm loving the phone. It's fast. But I came from a Moto X first edition. So it's a big difference from that. Speed-wise, camera-wise, app-wise. Much bigger screen so I can read it. For the older eyes. Is 5.1... very, it's sharp. Is 5.1 like a big screen nowadays? Because my, my phone is 5.2, and we'll get into that in, in a second. But Right. Is 5.1 a big screen nowadays? I think so. I think anything over 5 inches is... My, the first Moto X was 4.7 or something, and I, that's too small. For me. Yeah. If they still sold the Nexus 5 on a CDMA carrier, would you buy it? I'd say no because of the camera. So that camera means a lot to you. It does. It does. And the, S- um, the S6 does have a really nice camera. Uh, just look up some pictures. It's awesome. Yeah. I don't really put it through its paces, but even somebody like me that just pulls it out and wants to take a quick picture, it comes out really nice. If I took the time to use all of the features of the camera, I would have some beautiful photographs. But even just all by itself, whipping it out, taking a picture, it does a good job on the auto settings. Yeah. Um when I was over with you when like, it was like the third day you ever had it, um, there was this completely white candle, um, and it was a brightly lit room, and I took it into the pro settings, and I messed with the exposure and everything, and it was just an awesome picture afterwards, because I wanted it to be like an orange flame and an orange candle, and it completely did that for me, and I don't know if that's like a good thing by the standards of cameras, but it was really cool, and (laughs) just having the pro settings there that I could mess with, it was really cool. Yep, and it does uh, very good on the video also. I'm I'm able to follow Ellis, who moves very quickly uh, with the video, and no blurriness. And we should explain that um, 
Ellis is my cousin and your grandchild. Yes. An active three-year-old. <laughs> we shouldn't paint you as some sort of old person. Uh, you're very <laughs> hip with the uh, technology world, I should say. Young at heart. <laughs> yes, I, I like I like devices. I like new stuff. <laughs> and I really don't blame you. All right. So anything else about the S6 that you want to know? Um, well, how's the screen? You didn't get the edge, but just how is the screen? I did in not get the edge. The screen is is good. I have dropped it. Wow. A handful of times with no issues. But you do I have got a one little, of the tempered glass. You have a case on there, right? I do, but not an OtterBox or anything like that. Um, it's not a heavy-duty case. And I've dropped it without issue. I don't have to reboot it all the time. The memory, it uses memory well. Uh, when Bluetooth is on... Because now we have hands-free in New Hampshire, so the Bluetooth has to be on when I'm in the car. And that kind of hits the battery. I have noticed a difference having the Bluetooth on more. The battery's not quite as good. But overall, I think it does really well. I don't really have to charge it during the day. I can get a whole day out of it. Do you use the wireless charger? No. No, but I, it is the fa- I have a fast charger. I want to try the wireless charging. I don't have the, the cheap pad, so I need to get one of those. Well, would you I'm use it? for them to go on sale. Do you have like a, um, whatever it's called. What is it called? It's the, um, a nightstand. I can't think of words. Well, I, we have a space where we, I have all my charging things. We have a specific area where everything gets charged the kindle the phones the camera all of it so i would just put it there okay but i guess i could put it on my nightstand i never really thought about keeping it in there but i certainly could because i do bring my phone in every night just for the clock so it could certainly be charging well see if you had a uh, Moto 360 like me, uh, you could uh, have the time just on your watch. Um, I got a Moto 360 uh, when it was when they first put up their deal for 150 bucks, because um, then they spiked it back up to 250, and now it's flat 150. So people are suspecting that there's going to be a Moto 362 right. or second generation or whatever. Um, so I got it because I wanted it and I wanted to see how it worked. It works really well. I really like it. Um, I haven't really been using it because I work in a kitchen and I don't want to get it like all greasy or anything, but it's IP67, I believe. So I can wear it in the rain. I was going to say it can get wet. I wouldn't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people have made videos, like, throwing it underwater, and it'll last. So they just wanted to be safe there, I'm assuming, by rating it that. But it's really nice. Um, I have it right behind me, and it's just on its charger. But, yeah, it's really cool. It got the um, 
5.1.1 update and now I can just flick my wrist to go through my cards and when I do wear it it will remind me to get up and move around after an hour of sitting so if I'm you know checking my email or watching a show or something and it goes off then I'll just like pause it and stop and get up and I'll take a little walk to the refrigerator <laughs> and I'll look at the refrigerator and I'll not see anything and I'll walk back know if that's the point you should probably walk around the house a few times no <laughs> man i'm gonna have to edit out your negative uh negative i sayings. know <laughs> <laughs> but the point is that it wants you to be more active right it's to help you to remember yeah. to move your body a little bit and it does and there was this also drink water app and it, the whole app on the phone was in English, but when it came in with notifications, it was <laughs> Spanish, and I could not, like, it wouldn't really matter, but I still, I, I like perfection, I guess, and I I just wanted it to be in English, so I just got rid of it. Um, yeah. That's kind of odd. <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel it buzz, and I look over, I flick my wrist, and it's in Spanish. I'm like... Wow, I thought you were supposed to be in English. The whole thing was in English before that, and it's just Spanish. Huh, is that a setting? I don't know. I didn't really yeah. look into it that much. So it would remind you to get a drink of water? Yeah, it would remind me a couple times a day, and then after you got your drink of water, uh, you would swipe over and you would say how much you drank, so it would be a liter or two liters or two and a half liters. I think those were about yeah. it. And then it would register that and make sure that you were drinking enough water throughout the day. And then at some point, it would stop nagging? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I like your Moto Wax. I'm thinking about getting one for Peter, so I'm curious to hear how you like yours. Yes, I got a Moto X second generation. It It's just the buying season, guys. Like, I can't help it. Now, uh, this has all happened in, like, four-month span. So I've had a lot of time to make some money and do whatever. And this is what I bought. So I bought the uh, Moto X2. Sad story about my Galaxy S4. Um, I really liked that phone. Um, I, I didn't like it because of TouchWiz. I liked it because... I could put cyanogen mod on it. Something went wrong when I was doing that. So sad. And um, I was trying to install a lollipop ROM. And I just really wanted lollipop because I, I saw that it was coming out to more and more devices. And I was just like, I just want lollipop. That's all I want. I just want lollipop. So I tried to flash a 5.0 ROM. And it didn't work, so... And this would have been fine, because I had already made an image that I could go back to of just um, the um, CyanogenMod mod that actually worked. And something happened. I It was like phantom touches, so I flipped my phone around, and I was walking. Screen was still on. It was in my hand. And because I have a um, custom recovery, it was a touch-based custom recovery. And so when I touched it, 
it deleted my system image, so I couldn't go back. And it would not get past uh, the uh, loading screen for the lollipop ROM. So I'm just stuck at the loading screen for the lollipop ROM. I hadn't even started the setup or anything. It was just stuck. So I bricked it along with my along with my old tablet. So I'm done with rooting and everything. I haven't rooted my Moto X basically essentially because I just want the updates cuz it did just get the uh, 5.1 update really fast too. So I'm really happy that my Moto X has been getting those and I just love it um I really got it a lot because it could get the updates quickly and I got it unsubsidized so then it didn't have to go through the carriers so it's just getting the updates as fast as Motorola can send them out which is pretty fast and I like all the features my wake up command for it is uh hey yo my homie Jarvis (laughs) so However embarrassing that may be to say in public, it is long enough that it won't get set off by someone saying Google. Right. Or someone saying Siri or whatever. Um, So it's, even I can't get it right all the time. So I'll be, it's like a quick thing. It's like, hey, yo, my homie Jarvis. And it'll turn on. It'll work. And it's really cool. I like that. All right. Well, I'm really interested in your Kickstarter campaign okay um so this was an idea of mine um there was so i had this old parrot ar drone 2.0 really liked it um i liked getting the aerial quadcopter shots it was so cool and whenever i got them it was just the coolest feeling i had a little plane before that and that worked fine but I wanted something a little better, and by a little I mean like a thousand dollars better. Um, and I know that's a lot. It's it's crazy. Uh, so I went on Kickstarter. I I asked around. I was like, "Hey, is this something that is not liked at Kickstarter?" They said, "No, it's fine." So I set up this whole Kickstarter page. Um, it's basically just me say like I want to do consulting work for people around my area because there's no like real people who could actually do that kind of thing no one really likes to fly around where we are so if I was the only person that could get cool aerial shots of different things for people wherever they wanted it would work out and there's plenty of places that I could go to get jobs um elsewhere as well and the only thing is I need a what is it called a petition for exemption from section 333 of something or other and I'm working on that um but actually I should probably ask you what do you think kickstarter is is it them donating and me giving them something or is them is it them paying for something that I am selling. Well, I don't think everybody expects. I mean, usually you get something at the end of the Kickstarter, so they're pre-investing is the way I look at it. Or they're learning a skill. Um, 
but sometimes it doesn't work out. And in those cases, people just get their money back. Yeah. All right. That's how it's supposed to work. A lot of people don't do that. Um, but uh, Section 333 lays down a bunch of um, aerial uh, UASs, they call so them. Unmanned Aerial Systems. Is that the FAA? Yep. Or who do you? That is okay. the FAA, yes. Um, so they laid down these rules for uh, UASs. I keep wanting to call them quadcopters, but it's a broader variety of things. Um, and they say that if you're going to sell something, um, then you would need to have a petition for exemption. But the way I see it, they're donating to my project and I'm giving them something. So I wouldn't consider that selling, per se. That's how I'll fight it out in court if they take it oh, to court. Oh, okay. So if you went, came to me and said, okay, for $50, I'll fly up and I'll take a picture of your house from the air, then that would be selling. Yes, that would be selling, officially. Okay. And what you're doing is you're going to take a generic, you're giving it like a prize. Yes. So what I'm going to do, yeah. So if it does get successfully funded, then I'll go around and fly around in the New England area, get some cool uh, videos, pictures, and stuff like that, and then uh, share them via, I think ShareFile is going to work the best, and... It should work. I don't see why it wouldn't. And, yeah. It's an interesting idea. I mean, do you have some ideas of where in New England you would like to go? Actually, we've been we've been driving a lot, and I've had this idea for a while. So what I'll do is if I find a good spot, um, I'll go on Google Maps, and I'll just star it. And so I'll know any good places to go fly whenever I want to. And they're all, like, within, I'd say, like, 30 or 40 miles of here. So it's pretty cool. And they're all really nice places to fly a drone. Right. Yeah, that technology is getting really good for just regular people to use. So I think you're going to see more and more regulation around it. And I guess that's what they tried to do the FAA because it's like you can't be above 400 feet if you go within three miles of a uh of an airport then you have to notify the tower um you can't fly this is actually a really interesting law that I saw it was you can't fly over roads if you think there's going to be cars around so if because there's like a lot of small streets in Boston if I flew in one of those streets, technically, if I didn't think that anyone would be coming in a car, then I would be okay. And I have all these memorized, so if like a cop is like, hey, what are you doing? You can't fly here. I can be like, actually, I have to stay under 400 feet. My UAS has to stay under 55 pounds. And yeah. <laughs> and he's going to say, get out of here. <laughs> Which I guess is fine. Uh, <laughs> as long as he doesn't take my $1,300 right. Okay, then what happens if it crashes? 
if it crashes, um, I looked at their warranties. It only lasts, uh, like all the stuff that would easily be broken. Uh, it only lasts for six months. So what I'm promising is that in the Kickstarter campaign, I'm only promising that I can deliver the content for six months. Um, for So like if you donate, I say you get X videos for six months. Um, yeah, so I can't. I don't want to promise that I can deliver content after six yep. months. So, but everything else, it should work out. Because if you crash it and something breaks, then I can send it back into uh, DJI. It's the Phantom 3 that I want. I don't know if I'll ever get it, but I want it. And I could send it in. They'd fix it for a fee, I believe, and then send it back. And it's good as new. Um, but the propellers and the batteries and stuff, those, those warranties only last for six months. So, yeah. Yeah. So auntie, I hear there is a new, uh, family member in your home. Yes. <laughs> and you were skeptical that Alexa might be useful. I was very skeptical. Um, <laughs> I didn't think that it would be able to do very much and to be fair it only does a few things but what it does it does well so yes go ahead and explain it it's very interesting and i'm hoping that over time they're going to add more and more things well i know they're adding more and more things and they recently added uh audible capabilities so i can be like yes. alexa play uh i don't know an audiobook and it'll play Almost I Don't Know the Audiobook. <laughs> right. <laughs> as long as it's in your library, yes. And that's because Audible is owned by Amazon. What else can it do? It can play music. I have some Prime music. because I am a Prime member, so I get... Auntie, auntie, auntie. What? Uh, can you bring it up and have it say what it can do? Because I know it can say that. Is that possible? It was at this point that we both took a break, and Auntie brought Alexa up to her recording room and asked Alexa what she could do. Alexa, what can you do? I can play music, answer questions, get the news and weather, create to-do lists, and much more. Thank you, Alexa. It's pretty funny, actually. You know, it's uh, now, how long have I had it? About a month and a half, I think. And when I'm walking around the house, I just ask her to play music. I can do playlists. I can ask her a question if Peter and I have a question not really like Google but it goes to Wikipedia for info but most and often we're playing music with it and it does have a really good speaker right I was impressed with the speaker if you are an audiophile you're not gonna find it very good but it it's loud it's clear and I think it's great in Peter is an audiophile, so he enjoys good speakers and good sound. 
and he can listen to this with not without a problem. I never and knew this. Peter's an audiophile. Yes, he likes good music, good sounding music. And we have I digitized a lot of his music. He had a whole bunch of CDs and I have uploaded that to my um, to the Amazon library also. And the quality is bad because of the way I did it, but it plays the music just fine. You have to learn how to word the commands that you're asking. Which, but. which should change over time, right? They should make it better. Right. And, and it can go on the internet, and that's how it gets all the uh, data. So it should be able to receive OTA updates, right? Yes. Yes. And there's an app that goes along with it. That's how you actually get it connected to your network. And in the app, you go in and it lists all of the commands that you've given it. And you say yes or no, whether it heard you correctly. And it's so it's learning that way. It's learning your voice and it's learning how you talk as it goes over time. So it will get better over time. Good. But I was going to give it a month. And if I didn't find it useful, send it back. But. I think we're keeping it. Awesome. <laughs> and you need to come and play with it a little bit more. I did. It was awesome. Um, it was, I don't know if I'd get one. Um, if I ever set up this working space, uh, I want to have like two big desks and like have a bunch of like monitors and stuff. So if I ever set that up, I might get an Alexa because I don't like wearing my headphones all the time. Right. Um, or maybe just get some open back headphones. Uh, yep. But yeah, I just don't like wearing my headphones that often. So if I had a late, an Alexa right on my desk, then I could be like, Alexa, <laughs> play my audiobook, and it would play it. And it was cool. Yep. And it sounds good. And you can tell it to turn the volume up, the volume down, or on the top, you can spin it. And that's a volume control. Mine came with a remote, so I could be down at the other end of the house and I could still talk to her through the remote. You know, you tend to call it her. And it's almost like a person. I would like to be able to change her name, you know, the weak word. But you can't Have do I that Have I been yet. calling can... it her? You've been calling it Alexa. Okay. <laughs> oh, I woke her up. <laughs> but when you're watching it you know you saw the blue ring on the top when you're talking yeah. it has a lighter color it can hear where your voice is coming from there yeah, are seven that. microphones in the top so it can tell where your voice is coming from so to make it more clear so with my commanding voice, it would listen to me more, correct? No. <laughs> Depends how clear Aww. you are. <laughs> Good try, though, Jack. <laughs> so you heard about this Google Photos thing, and you've been yes. using it, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Uh, I had previously backed up 
all our important data onto a little zip drive. Uh, ah, I, I don't like it when I call them zip drives. A USB flash drive, that's better. So I backed them all up onto a flash drive, all our music, photos, and videos, and I think that was about it. And it could, I was actually really surprised. Um, it was only, it was less than 64 gigs. I, I don't know how. I think all our apps just bloated up the system. So I really want to do a full reinstall, but I'm just waiting for Windows 10 to come out. Um, but either way, I backed all our photos and videos up to Google Photos. Um, that took about a week. Um, and we have like one meg... Yeah, we have one megabit a second upload, so it's it's pretty bad. It'll normally get up to like two or three, but um, it says only one. So it took about a week. We had like 3,000 pictures, which actually, as I've been listening to different podcasts, I realized that it's not a lot. And right. And like 2,000 videos. Um, so... It does really well, and now I can go through all our photos and be like, I can pick out you, for example. I could go on to Google Photos. Actually, I could probably do it right now. Um, I could go on to Google Photos, and I can go and search, and then it'll come up with different people that it has recognized. So, Ellis. It found Ellis. Um, let's see. Can I search, please? Um, oh, I'm dumb. Search bar right at the top. Um, let's see. The one thing I have found, it finds me different with different filters on. So there's like, when we took a little photo shoot thing a while ago, it was me in like a vintage kind of filter. And then there's me as a baby. And then there's me as... A normal person like the the way I am now so it's kind of interesting to see how it does that but um, right yeah and I can I can just go I can pick out Ellis for example and I have all those pictures from his birthday party just right there and I love Google Photos for this um, mm-hmm. I can go to Boston I can look at cat pictures I can look at Mountain pictures, forest pictures, food. It picked out a potato as food, so that's pretty good. And I have no idea why I took a picture of a potato. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I was just taking some pictures of a potato. Um, <laughs> but now that I uploaded everything, not everything has the metadata. Oh, my seat just broke. Um, <laughs> whoa, that was very nerve-wracking all right (laughs) so now everything in that didn't have metadata just google photos thinks it's from uh june which is when i uploaded it all so now june is like a real bloated okay so the upload didn't send well no 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 no. it's just that the things that i uploaded didn't have the metadata to say when they were made so it just assumed that they were just current things. Oh, okay. 
So how about this crypto locker on your works uh, servers? Yes, we on one server. Um, about three weeks ago, our IT people decided to put Crypto Protect, I think is the name of the software on because we've been hearing about so many of the of it happening to people. So we all put it on except for one person. Yeah, Crypto Prevent is what we're using. And that one person got an email and not sure how it got on there, but it got onto our production server and encrypted that hard drive. And we had to nice. pay money to get the decryption key. <laughs> wow. So it was expensive lesson learned. Yes. So now it's on there and all the computers in the business are protected and all of our laptops at home for those of us that work outside of the office are protected so it doesn't happen again. So what happened when you paid them? They send um, a key to you that will decrypt the hard drive. And it would just be awful if they didn't send it back. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it happens. Now, what did the production server have on it that you would pay for to get back? Like, couldn't you just rebuild the server? Well, you could, but it had, um, we're a software company, so it had some of our source code. It had a lot of our workstation software on it. It it had a lot of important things on it. And even though it was protected, it got into our domain through a weak link through somebody's email and got on that way. So it wasn't a matter of somebody hacking onto our network. We let them in by not being protected. Nice. (laughs) Well, cautionary tale for everybody out there. (laughs) And that's how a lot of malware gets spread. It's just emails uh, and uh, phishing scams. And my phone is going. Exactly. You think I would learn how to turn off my phone? No. So, Jack, I got you a birthday present. How did it work out? Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's a Google Cardboard 2.0 um, by unofficialcardboard.com, and it works with the specs that uh, Google released at Google I.O. for the new one, for the new Google Cardboard, and it's awesome. I love it. It's got a head strap now, and I got the game Proton Pulse, which is... um. I know I've played the game before, but it's like you move the platform and then you hit the ball off of it and it hits blocks and you want to get rid of all the blocks. Do you know what game that is? Yeah. So you're moving your head? Yeah. So you... Tilting your head? Yeah. So when you move your head around, so you'll look around and the little um, frame, which is where your platform is it's all three-dimensional so you have to move it everywhere and um so you have to hit the ball back and it's like a transparent kind of platform so you can still see where you're hitting but it's really really cool i had to pay three bucks for it though but the cardboard was 20 bucks and 
um, with the head strap, it was another five, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It so was. it was actually, it was pretty cheap, and I love it, and I've been using it a lot. So thank you. You're welcome. And, and we should say that unofficial cardboard was great. There was a glitch in the shipping of it. Uh, and yes. they were very good and refunded my shipping. And you got it a little later than I wanted you to get it, but within a reasonable amount of time. And then they sent me another one, too. They did. It was awesome. They did to say sorry. <laughs> so now you got a backup. Yeah. And I have used that because I forgot the one um, in the car, and the car left, and so I had my backup right next to me, so I started using that. It was awesome. Or you could re-gift. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I re-gifting to? Well, I don't know. When you're stuck for a, a birthday gift for somebody, you could re-gift it. Maybe like you? <laughs> maybe like me no. <laughs> so you want to get some texts on your computer auntie I do I do at that usually I'm working upstairs my phone is downstairs and sometimes people text me and I just don't get it until I go down and think to check my phone so I am trying an app. I'm going to have to get back to you on the review because I just downloaded it. I haven't been able to set it up yet. So on the next one, I will let you know how that's working out for me. That's cool. Um, so what does the app do just from not using it, but like just from looking at it and setting it up? I haven't set it up yet, so I can't tell you yet. I know uh, with my Moto X... Uh, Motorola Connect, you can get an extension on Google Chrome, and yes. um, that'll show up with all your texts and calls, um, but I disabled it. I need to set it up again. And Push Bullet will do this too, um, I just noticed. But Push Bullet, yeah. it just like uses so much, um, I think it was, yeah, it was data, I'm not going to say battery. Uh, it was one of the two. Either way, it uses a lot of uh, it uses a lot of data in the background. Um, so when it's just checking for new stuff that happened, used fifteen megabytes in it was like two days. It was so I I just deleted it on my phone. Um, so if I ever need something, it's all set up on my computer, and all I have to do is download the app. But I wasn't. I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to pay a million bucks just so I could have push bullet on my phone every now and then when I use it. Right. How much data do you have? Um, I get a gig of high speed, which is 3G and LTE, uh, every month. And then after that, it goes to half a kilobyte a sec. Half a kilobit. No. Ugh. It goes to half a megabit a second, so it's unusable. It was, it, like, last that week... That is basically unusable. <laughs> last month, I uh, was trying to get to your house with Google Maps, and I went way over my limit, and so I just had to deal with having half a megabit a second data for 
a week. It was awful. <gasps> that stinks. And the thing is, I use my phone a lot just for like random things. So if I want to check my email, I'll just go really quick. And it's like an instinct thing. If I'm really bored, I'll just go and swipe up and tap and swipe down and it'll refresh. And I'll yeah. be able to see all my emails. So, yeah, it it does a lot of that. Or I do a lot of that. Yes, tell me your iPad experience. This is your school iPad? Um, they didn't give it to me. I bought mine outright. It was an iPad 3. Oh, um, that's right. But it was a refurbished one from Apple. Um, mm -hmm. So it's actually still under warranty. And I'm sending it back, uh, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to send it back. So, um, and then they're going to give me... No, they're not going to give me a refund. They're going to try to fix it. If it doesn't work, then they're going to send me a new one. Um, yep. So what's been happening is, I think the CPU is... It's either the CPU or the RAM, in my opinion. I, I don't know anything. Um, but it'll get really slightly hot. Like, if you hold your phone in the same spot for a little while and then feel it, it's about that right. hot, which is nothing. It's it's nothing. And the phone, iPad, whatever, should be able to handle it, but it can't, and it, it crashes. So it's obviously overheating because I'll take, like, a piece of ice to it when I feel it getting to that temperature. And right. I'll just tap it really quick, and it'll be okay for the next, like, three minutes or something. So mm -hmm. it's... And it even blue screened at one point. And I didn't even know how an iPad could blue screen, but it did. So it's it's obviously an issue. And I had done this a while ago, and I reset it, and it worked fine for a while. And so I don't know what happened. I reset it again um, in iTunes and everything. Nothing worked. So I don't know. It's It's bad. Oh. You sent me a message. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, it's I'm just gonna send it back, um, and hopefully they're gonna give me a new one or at least fix it, cause it was bad. Well, it's good you had a warranty. Yeah. Well, I got it from Apple, so they're pretty good about that. Right. It's the one thing I praise Apple on. And you'll need it again for next year, right? Uh, no, but it's really just my entertainment device. Um, so I'll download oh. all my movies onto it and stuff. So it's, it's really nice for that because it's a bigger screen that's portable. It's more portable than my computer. So it's, it's convenient. Yep. All right. Yep. I think that's going to have to be a wrap. Thank you for being okay. here, auntie. Yes. Always a pleasure. It was a lovely conversation. Peace out, homie. You too.